Looking for something different? Looking to upgrade your wardrobe? Looking for something to express who you are? What you are? Where you come from? Look no further than Dante's Dawson. That's right. Owner of We Ain't Black, We Gold shirts. See Dante's for all the shirts and basically the wardrobe to make a statement. We ain't black. We gold. Precious. Priceless. And that's a bit. So with that being said, you can find Dante's on Facebook. Just search Dante's Dawson. Power in his name on Instagram. Real power in him on Twitter. Or simply just email him at Dawson at powerinhisname.com. That's right, Dawson at powerinhisname.com and order your We Ain't Black, We Gold shirts. It's time to make an upgrade. Welcome to our world where sports and culture collide. And because of such a thing, the underground sports kings exist. Starring Rose Moe, Kells, DT, and your host, The Wolster. You are listening to the Underground Sports Kings Podcast. Sports Kings are here. I'm your host, Dwayne Sutton. The Wolster is in the building. Also, I have with me my brother, Coach Taylor said, DT, say what's happening, man. Like a nation, what's up, baby? You already know what it is. We going, going back, back to the finals. And I ain't no, I don't care nothing about no bias. You can say whatever you want to say about this one. We doing this one for the mama, baby. 24. You know what it is. 24. You know R-B. what it is right there, baby. Kobe B. Man, I swear, this, is, this just seems unreal. The Lakers are going to be in the finals and Kobe will be nowhere for course, the pandemic going on. But I'm still convinced Kobe, if even if he was here, he would have found a way to get in that bubble. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and what nobody going to tell him, no. Nah, you know what it is, man. Ah, man, so it's Woe, it's DT. Hey, man, this is what we do. Again, UGSK here, man. Kells, man, uh, Rose Moe. Brothers, we have got to get y'all back in the lab, man. But we know life is good again. Kills, welcome to baby boy to the to the world. Uh, Mav, man. And um, again, we want to say congratulations to Kills and Emma, man. Blessings to y'all. Um, little bit. Love you, baby. Uncle Wayne, Uncle DT, we love you, baby. Um, Rose Mo is a newlywed, right? Welcome, sir. Welcome, sir. You are officially one of us now. Um, shout out to my sister, man, Candy. What it is, baby? We love you. Um, but anyway, man, life is uh, it's real. But we out here, and we gonna still do our thing. That's what we do. Uh, but like I said, Lakers are back in the finals, which means I just said the key word: the finals. We have the finals set. The NBA finals are set, and uh. You know what? Almost October. Right. (laughs) Like, yeah, game one is going to be September 30th. 
we supposed to be getting ready for a new season right now. Right. <laughs> hey, man, 2020 is something else. Uh, you know what? Before I even dive into all that, again, make sure you are tuning in to the Underground Sports Kings on Spotify, on Anchor, on Breaker. Um, pass the word, man. You can also find Underground Sports Kings on Instagram, uh, the Underground Sports Kings. You can find us on Twitter, and you can also find us on Facebook, Underground Sports Kings. Um, also, man, DT, what can they find you at, man? Taylor Boy 02 on all platforms. And if you ever just want to know what's going on with me in terms of my coaching, Game Elite 360, what up, Coach Kyle, what's happening? My boys, what's going on? One of my boys hopefully will be on varsity this year as a freshman. Cassius, what's happening, baby? Man, God bless. That's good work. I'll praise to the most high. Uh, you can find your boy, man. I am woke. I know, man, it's been a minute. I've been always been a minute. Please don't fuss. But I promise you, you're going to come back and, and bring it back bigger and better than ever. Um, but I am woke podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Dwayne Sutton. I also have a I am woke podcast page on Facebook as well and Twitter. I am woke. Um, and when that come back, y'all might want to bring the big boy pants with you because it's going to get real. Hey, man. Uh, we got to talk life. The, we got to talk be life. for the pain of heart. I can tell you that. No, nah, we got to talk life, man. But anyway, we're going to put all, we're going to put a pin in there. We're going to come back to that later. Anyway, like I said, brother man, the NBA Finals are set. Game one, September 30th. We're going to end out the month with the biggest bang of them all right here, baby. The Miami Heat and the Los Angeles Lakers will face off in the bubble game one. How you feeling about this, man? Well, you know what? I will say this. Somebody uh, brought this to my attention uh, actually yesterday. We can almost say that if there are two people who just seem to um, live in the NBA Finals, it would be LeBron James and Pat Riley. You know who you can quietly throw in that mix to? Andre Iguodala. The last six finals he has been though. And um, they can somebody please get a barber to the bubble? Cause Andre looks sixty with with the hair <laughs> like that that right there. Hey man, I'm gonna be honest Ooh. with you. I'm a Laker fan, but he's just rocking the uncombed version of what LeBron got. <laughs> Andre, look old. Andre look old now. He, he's a year older. I give, but sheesh. Um, yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. Um, so yeah, when you say NBA Finals, you talk Pat Riley, you talk LeBron James, and you make sure you mention Andre Iguodala. And then. Six consecutive years, he is in the NBA Finals, man. Somehow he finds a way. He wasn't even in the season in uh in the league at first. He was like, sitting around waiting. Yeah, he was with uh, he was with Memphis. Man, that man when he got balled out, he was sitting back waiting, bro. And, and he was and, sitting and, back and, waiting, chilling. He he played a game in Memphis. You know the because the funny thing about that is he was actually trying to get to L.A. and could not. They could not find the avenue to do so. That was one of the first places he himself said he wanted to go, and they couldn't find the avenue. Yeah, he to do wanted. It. He wanted to come. Somehow he still found his way to the finals. Like I guess that's, that's Iggy, man. Yeah, that is Iggy. Um, I do want to say one thing. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's that time we finna do that. My name is Ricky Sutton, and uh, I'm the son of one of the most pettiest men on this earth. So therefore, it is in my bloodline to be petty right now. We gonna be petty 
We did mention that we're going back to Cali. We did mention that the Lakers ain't in the finals. One team that didn't get mentioned, who always hollering by Clip City, Chip City, and ain't never won nothing is who? That, that, that's Clippers. Did the Los that, Angeles. The Cl- no, 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 no. That's the Clippers. The Clippers. That's they need to be the San the Diego up, Clippers. The other team <laughs> in that, that, that occupies our stadium, our arena. Oh, the old that, forum. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, like, yeah. Like d- demo, they wouldn't spend money to buy old. Look, we don't want to be hey. in y'all building with Hold y'all on. banners, so we are gonna buy your old house while all the memories live. That was R- stupid. R.I.P. to one of the greatest comments of all time, <laughs> Mr. Bernie Mac. Dim downstairs. <laughs> they, they, that's the other team. Dim downstairs. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, we gonna get real with this one though. The Clippers had. A roster that consisted of help me if I'm if I'm missing out on anything. But I do remember there was the Kawhi Leonard. Correct. They were saying was the best player in the league at one point. That's what they were saying, right? Correct. Okay. There was a Paul George, right? Correct. They were saying he was a top ten talent in the league. Correct. Okay. All right. So then you had a Pat Beverly, who is Bloodhound. Yeah, Bloodhound is a point guard. Harasses everybody. Pretty much everybody. Yeah. Uh, who was that he gave a welcome? Lonzo. Guarded him 94 feet from his first game. That was just wrong how he bodied that man. But, yeah, Pat Bev. Then they have the former six-man of the year, Lemon Pepper Lou. And one of the greatest six-men six man of all time. Like Yeah. Not just, oh, he's the former. Like, now nah, he might be one of the greatest six-men of all time. He's top five greatest. Greatest six men of all time. Lemon Pepper Lou. He went from Lou Willville to Lemon Pepper Lou. Just like that. You that that fast. Mm-hmm. Um and then he didn't win it this year because his teammate won it. Montrez Harrell, the the current sixth man of the year. This is all on one team, right? Correct. Okay. Kawhi, two finals, two finals MVPs. Took a took a, a, a Toronto team, pretty much led by him and um, uh, what's that boy's name? Uh, he don't never show up in the playoffs. Never. He did this year, but he was there. He was there. I mean, he Kyle Lowry still Kyle played. You know, yeah, Kyle played pretty well. He, he played pretty well this year. I guess because he, you know, it, it was pretty. Much there was no backup. Um, but he took a Toronto team that I mean. You know, guys that pretty much just play together and they end up winning championship. Mind you, I'm one of the people who would say, yeah, I'm putting an asterisk on that because, again, uh, you, you didn't play an actual You didn't play Golden State at their full strength. I mean, like, it, it could have been even if they have just lost one member. They lost KD and Clay. Nah, you're you right. We're going to put up. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so you got all that going on. Uh. Joe Michael Green, who's a nice defensive player as well as a nice shooter. Right. Uh, you 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 went ahead and, and added one of the Morris boys, Marcus Morris. So you got some gritty, tough players who can also shoot the ball as well. Uh, Joaquin Noah brought his little old self back in, said he gonna sign up and give you an extra body, six extra fouls, maybe a block or two a game. Who knows? And and defensive energy. He's Defen- a defensive. Yeah. He he's a defensive minded guy. Um, former Laker Zubak Zubak is on there now Right You know Getting a few buckets here and there 
being a seven foot rim protector for them, because outside of them, you didn't really have one. You don't have a seven footer. Right. Period. Um, but that Clipper team, I may be missing somebody else. Who cares at this point? They were led by one Doc Rivers. Doc is a former, well, he is an NBA champion with the Boston Celtics, of course. You know, the little green midgets or whatever. Um, yeah, we don't like them either. At all. Uh, yeah, I don't like them more than I don't like the Clippers. Right. Cause the Clippers have no relevance. Anyway, um, Doc, this is Doc's second, I'm going to say great team. Because his team, the team he had with Chris Paul, Blake, that was Lob City. Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, J.J. Reddick. Uh, they had Matt Barnes coming off the bench. It's just your scrappy veteran who punched somebody in the face if you need him to. I mean, but they had a nice squad that never. They had Jamal Crawford coming off the bench. That guy. So twice now, twice now, Doc Rivers has had. A star-studded the, the, team. Some of the best six men you could ever have. Because Jamal, again. Oh, that's automatic point, buckets. Uh, at one point, it was. Who going to win we between him say, and Lou? Forget naming it the six-man award. It's the. That's the Jamal Crawford award. Jamal Lou Williams award. Like. <laughs> it was like, who's going to win it this year? Jamal Crawford or Lou Williams? That's what it was turning into. it got into. to a point where it seemed like Lou was like, all right, man, you can have it this year. And Jamal was like. What, nah, what, what's that? What's that line? Uh, two chains and uh, two chains say, "I'd be like, you can." I'd be like, "You can get it." I'd be like, you can get it. I'm like, I don't want to. Like, don't want to. Like, me neither. Like, that's how it was. Like, yo, who who won't do this? Is you you got it this time? All right, I'm gonna get it next year, there, Yeah, well, apparently, me neither uh, applies to Doc. Doc really? didn't want it. Not you, at all. There is no way in the world you're gonna tell me that you can assemble that amount of talent and you don't even sniff the finals. Not even the you didn't get to the you didn't get to the Western you didn't get to the Western. I'm sorry, they, I think they did get to the Western Conference Finals with the with Chris Paul, but they still didn't win. Um, but the problem is for me, you don't get all of that talent and not eat. You don't win not one ring. You didn't even make the finals, and because of that, Doc is no mas. The Clippers have said that is enough. Steve Ballmer said, I've finito. It's a wrap. It's over. It's okay. We move on. Now, from a, from a coaching standpoint here, uh -huh. let, let me say this. As I have that. told a number of people, as a coach, you are blamed for everything. When it's when it's bad, it's your fault. When it's good, you got great players. That's what it is. Go. But let's be real. When he had Chris Paul them, dude, there were there were playoff games where Chris Paul had more rebounds than Blake Griffin. <clears throat> How we do that? What 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 where they do that? How that happen? Uh that's because you Chris have Paul to have, six feet tall. You have to have maybe. Uh but you have to have that dog in you. Blake never really did. Especially once the, the injuries kicked in, man, it's like that just took when your knees are gone and you're a leaper, man, that took your life. Well, I mean, I know he's doing what he can now, but it's it's, it's really hard to watch a leaper shoot set jump shots on the baseline. <laughs> but if you look at Chris Paul's, uh, his playoff history, it will tell you that, yeah, he going to get hurt. It's just a matter of time. 
when when is gonna happen. I think this year might be one of the first years in a while where he did not get hurt during the playoffs. So now we fast forward to this team. Um, raise your hand if you're surprised at how Paul George played. Did you see last year's playoffs? No, no. Go back two years. The last year that um, no, the the one where uh him and uh Russ Russ shot up like what almost forty, 40 shots. Yeah, that was but, last year. But but Chris, year? I mean, I think. No, that was two years ago, 2018. But Paul George went... Was like, like two for 20 or something. Yeah, he was, was horrible. Crazy. I was like, so you can blame Russ, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not going to have a Paul George and you like... And you're you not giving me nothing. Nah. Listen, we're going to take a pause. We're going to come back because we talked about one coach being fired. We need to get into another one that should have been happened. This is UGSK. We'll be right back. At this time, we're taking a break from the Underground Sports King show that I do hope you're enjoying to bring you other podcasts that you might be interested in. With that being said, this is a black media movement, so allow me to introduce to you Black With No Chaser podcast that is hosted by TK, Tyrus Kennedy. We also have the Shade and Shit Talking podcast hosted by TK himself as well. Next, we have the Unapologetic Experience hosted by Mr. Jarius Thomas. And Mr. Jarius Thomas and TK, they combine to make the culture sports. That's right, and occasionally if you pay attention and listen closely, occasionally the one and only Wolster might make an appearance. Oh, Lord, what they gonna do with it? And uh, finally, we have the I Am Woe podcast. All shows are available on all major platforms. Make sure you continue to support the black media movement as we continue to support and bless you. Thank you. We love you. Segment two. We back. I know you hear him. The horns done wound up. The drums are kicked in. We finna whoop somebody in. Matter of fact, DT's in the building. Say what's up to the people, man. What up, man? Man, you know what it is, man. What was here? UGSK, the Underground Sports Kings are back. Round two. And uh, like I said, somebody here finna get whooped. We already was petty enough and got on the clippers. Talked about one Doc Rivers being fired, but I do believe there's another coach who needs to go and hadn't got his pink slip yet. Um, we gonna switch sports for just a second, but since we was on the topic of fire coaches, people who don't belong, I'm gonna just drop this hit and then I'm gonna let him have it. Twenty-eight three is what started off. Dan Quinn. To make you, I mean, hopefully make you feel better. It ain't just you. It's, it's, it's you. But more importantly, it's uh, our general manager. Um, for those of you who don't understand the way uh, the, the football, the way the, the Six, seven rounds, somewhere in there. Right? Seven most cases, most cases you're gonna get about five picks. At least five picks. Now, take a sport like basketball where you only have two rounds, right? 
your important pick. Of course, is your first, your first, pick, your first round pick. That pick has to be. You gotta hit on that pick. Football is different because you have so many rounds. So for football, we're gonna say two, maybe even your third round pick. Those picks they have to hit. Those picks have to be significant. Gotta be part of your team. Those are guys you looking to possibly stay on your team until careers are done. Unless you, unless they don't play just so well that you can't afford. Yeah, that's not the case here in Atlanta. We don't, we don't. Apparently, we don't, we don't do that. Like we, we, we don't, we don't do that. Um, if you were to go back. Uh, when Bobby was at Bobby Turner decided he was going to leave in the middle of the season, that seems like when all the when all hell broke loose here in Atlanta because stuff has just been kind of haywire since then. The very next season, Thomas Dimitrov does something good. He he moves up in the Move up, and, you know, you get Matt Ryan again, you move up, and you turn around and you move up. I think that might have been actually the answer. What Matt Ewell's been doing, actually. Moved up and drafted yeah. Brooklyn. Go and get him. Since then, um, like, he drafts skill players fairly well. We, I think we will all say Julio turned out fairly well. Um, Calvin Ridley has turned out fairly well. Um, that 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 might be that might be it. Let me drop some names for you. Devontae Freeman ain't there no more at all. Uh, Keanu Neal, he's still there, but he's been hurt for two seasons back to back. Back to back. Was it the ACL and then it was the Achilles, right? Mm-hmm. Or it might have been the other way. I can't remember. Um, he do, You do still have uh, what's your guy? Your linebacker, Dion. Yeah. He's he, he probably ain't going nowhere. He's still there. Dion is, is an awesome player. Um, your entire secondary. Hold on. Um, you have a, he might have been a third round. Grady. Grady, I think, might have been a third round. This is what's crazy. In the same exact draft, do you know who was the first round pick? What year was Grady? Uh, three, four years ago. Four years ago. 2016. Same draft. You know who was there? First round. Who was there? Yeah. You who? know who? No, no. Who we picked? Who? Vic. I'm oh, going to yeah. get you one sack a year, Beasley. Yeah, Vic, who's no I remember there. going to a football game and a woman saying, oh, Vic Beasley back. He been hurt. I said, no, nah, baby, he ain't been hurt. He just ain't been... <clears throat> It almost it was yeah, it was right yeah, there. Yeah, you saw yeah, it. Yeah, it was right yeah. there. You it, caught that. Good job. All, yeah. Good job. You know what? That was a terrible penalty <laughs> snag right there. <laughs> like, it almost came out. Gold glove on that one. I told like he ain't been hurt. He just ain't been doing nothing. All season. Nothing. <laughs> not, not, nada. So then I want to say one year we got uh Robert Alford and Trufant in the same draft in the same round. Neither one of them there now. One year, uh, we picked up a guy 
And when I when I say the name, most people are gonna be like, "Who is that?" I don't because that that's that's how this works. In the second round, Wayne, which again, you have to look at your first and second round picks almost like extended first round picks. That's that's what this is. That's what a real talent. So your second the second round pick, they picked a guy. He was a defensive lineman. Oh well, he had a good senior game. His name was Rashid Hageman. He ain't even in the league no more. <laughs> so wait, you telling me Dan Quinn's not wait, the problem? Hold on, it ain't wait because we ain't done. The same year we picked Dion, we also picked up a linebacker named Devondre Campbell. It's not that Devondre Campbell was bad. It wasn't that he was bad? What they should have tried to do was put some weight on him and move him to a defensive end. Nah, we let him go too. He ain't there no more. I was just going to say, yeah, he's out too. So, you're saying that the problem isn't Dan Quinn, Thomas Dimitrov. That's your first problem. Oh, my God. Compound problems. Your first problem is, like, dude, his drafts. His draft says that he should not have a job. For the sake of the segment, tell me why does Dan Quinn have, still have a job right now? I don't know. He got a picture of somebody's wife. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I I, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I like, I like Dan Quinn, but I personally feel that regardless of whether the team has or not, Dan Quinn has never actually gotten over. 28 to 3. The that that is a that the, is a spell that has been cast over that locker room. That well the reason why I feel like altogether. reason why I feel like he personally has not gotten over 28 to 3, it's kinda like anything else. Think think, you know, you're in a relationship with a woman, right? Right. You don't get if, if you and that woman split up, you don't get over that woman if you know that was a good woman and you messed it up. Just like right, just like right now, bro. If we, if we, if I'm talking to you, or if if both of us on headphones and we giving instructions to somebody who's also on a set of headphones, and you hear me talking, and you thinking to yourself, no, 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 that's not right. We shouldn't do that. We shouldn't do that. <laughs> but you never say anything. You, you when stuff go wrong, you are gonna be like, man, I know we shouldn't have done that. You're a culprit. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about. This 28 to 3 really went bad all in one series. And it was one series only. Matt Ryan makes a great throw, makes a good throw to the sideline. Julio makes the catch that should have been played on the on the the, the big screen in the Mercedes in the Mercedes Dome going into the very next season. Talking about us winning the Super Bowl on that sideline. Makes a wonderful catch. The very next play. When the ball, I think, at this point is on like the 20, somewhere in between 15 and 25-yard line. Very next play, we run the ball. We get stopped for one yard. Mind you now, hold on. The reason why Derek can like go back and forth with these moments spot on, because he's been reliving them for a minute. This is the torture oh, that Falcons fans have to deal with. But go ahead, though. So, very first play, like I said, you're you in field goal range. Mind you, if the ball is on the 25-yard line, this field goal is going to be no more than 42 yards. You have, you have at that time, Money Matt Bryant as your kicker, who was kicking, in, was kicking and making everything 55 yards in. 
So, ball on, we'll, for, for the sake of argument, we'll say 25. Ball on 25, we get stopped, one, we get stopped, one yard loss. Dude, you can see how this game is going. You was just up 28-3. Right now, we need to put some points on the board. No, no, no. Not our, not our offense coordinator. Who San Francisco? Oh, they just learned about that last year. I told, hey, I told you Cap, told Rose. Cap, I we love was, you. We was Ro, all right there. Rose, though. I told y'all. I told. I, I watch out, out man. I told y'all. I told you, Kyle Shanahan. When he is in the room, he's the smartest person in the building. Can't nobody tell him different. But look, I, I gotta ask you this though. Okay, so twenty eight three happened. He never got over it. But then you start off this season. That was two seasons ago, right? Three seasons ago. Three seasons ago. Okay, you start off this season, and your first two games you have. Well, no, the stuff. first game, first game, you Seattle just flat out beat you. Like, but you had a nineteen point lead, didn't no, you? No. Was it was a sixteen. No, not against Seattle. Seattle, they ne they actually never had a lead. Like I said, Seattle flat out just beat them. But you got to Dallas. Dallas, I'm sorry, yeah, the last two weeks. Okay, twenty to zero in the first quarter, bruh. I think they ended up making twenty. I think they ended up making it twenty to three Bruh. or something like that. Twenty to zero in the first quarter, and I remember telling people then. I said it then. I was like, "Bro, I just want y'all to know the Falcons might mess around, and lose this game." I was actually talking to my uh, my my coach, who's a Dallas fan. I said, "Dallas can't seem to hold on to the ball right now, but the Falcons can't seem to score. It's twenty to zero. They don't have four red zone trips. They probably gonna end up losing." But that game. was Dallas. But then last week. You had a 19-point lead. Interception by the Falcons. Got the ball on the 19-yard line. Could not score. Again, I ask. Field goal. Why does Dan Quinn still have a job? And I told you, I'm assuming he got pictures of somebody's wife. I, 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 I do not So know. you say he got that Marvin Lewis thing going he, on. He got to. Because <laughs> at, at this point, I'm going to say... My my man Hugh Douglas said something, man. He was like, "Bruh, this is this." And matter of fact, my brother in law says this a whole lot. Shout out Tess. He says this is like a bad marriage at this point, bro. It's like a bad relationship. Like this is your husband or your wife telling you, "I love you, I love you." Hey, you know I just caught you in my next in the next door neighbor's house. Yeah, yeah, but that ain't got nothing to do with the fact that I love you. And then tomorrow, I love you. You know I just caught you at the other next door neighbor's house, right? Yeah, but that, that's not the point, though. But I love you. Like, bro, don't tell me how much you love Dan Quinn. Don't tell me how much he's a great coach and y'all out there playing like this. Dan, don't tell me how much talent the team got, how much, how close we are. No, we're not close. If you lose a 16-point lead, bro, Chicago and Nick Foles, Nick Foles, who just came in off the bench, he scored. He threw three touchdowns in like four minutes. I can't tell you how much I laughed. Not only the fact that it happened, but the fact that it happened to Nick Foles. I'd be damned if I laughed. Because Nick Foles couldn't muster up that kind of strength when he was in Jacksonville after he left Philly. And you say, well, Nick Foles just clearly he doesn't have it. Because if he did, he wouldn't be the backup to Trubisky, who is horrible. And I can't even tell y'all what. One of my other Chicago Bears fans actually called Trubisky, but uh, yeah, you kind of get the gist of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shout out Chris, man. But <laughs> look, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. They're not gonna get rid of him this week. 
because you got Green Bay Monday night. That's and a you big gonna game. Lose. You well, might. You know, hold on, I ain't gonna say that because for some reason, if there was one team that couldn't cannot seem to beat us in the last couple years, it's actually been Green Bay. And it's, don't it, think that's gonna be the case thing. this year, but we'll see. Fantasy tip from the Wolster. Go ahead. Let me go ahead and drop this in your ear. Don't sit Julio. If Julio is healthy enough to play, start Julio. Julio might get you 300 yards. Won't he, score worth, probably won't get in the end zone. But yeah, he, go, he might get you. He loves Lambo. He might get you about 150. Julio loves Lambo. He going to get you nothing less than a buck 50. I'm going to just tell you that right now. So Julio's your, your, your golden horse right there. I will say this, though. Regardless of, whether you, seconds, win, regardless of whether you win or lose to Green Bay, if you if you lose to Green Bay and you blow a fourth quarter lead, Dan Quinn bet not make it back on that damn plane. Oh yeah, you better make. He better hit the Greyhound. Look here, we gonna come back segment three. UGSK. Imagine a world where black men can talk and communicate properly, not only to our spouses, our children, but amongst each other. Hit back. Welcome to I Am World Podcast. Here at I Am World Podcast, we're here to build. Strengthen the level of communication amongst black men with other black men, black men with their spouses, black men with their children, black men with their co workers. We are here to bridge that gap of communication. And here at I Am Wolf Podcast, your voice will be heard. We're here to help bridge the gap for mental health awareness. We're here to bridge the gap between brother and sister. We are here to build, we are here to grow, we are here to become one. I am Wolf. I'm your host, Dwayne Sutton. And make sure you tune in to the I Am Wolf podcast every Wednesday here on Anchor. Segment three. Round three. U-G-S-K. Dunder Brown Sports Kings have returned. D-T. It's woke. Ring the bell, please. Ding, ding. Time to get it in, baby. We back, man. You know what it is. DT, say what's up to the folks, man. What's happening? You know what it is, bro. I uh want to give them a, a, a shout out again, man, to our brothers, man, who are not here, but we are holding down definitely for them. Rose Mo, Kels, all love, my brothers, man. Y'all get it right? And uh, we're going to hold it down so we can get back on the mic, bro. Also gonna find out who the real LeBron fans are. 
because I want you to go and look at everybody's social media and find out who had all that Miami Heat stuff everywhere. And all of a sudden, that the Lakers stuff everywhere. <laughs> oh, definitely. Those are just considered LeBron fans. LeBron stands. Right, they're not fans of a team. So here's the thing. We didn't knock the Lakers for that because LeBron didn't show. I mean, that was his fault. Everything was set. We already knew that. That was right. a big fight. Just show up. Exactly. Um, Clippers, Lakers, we already knew what that was. They were the two. Yeah, best, was they were not one. only the two best teams in the West. They were the two best teams to me in the NBA. And you didn't make it. Y'all all of a sudden still look like you were still trying to build chemistry. Paul George out here making empty speeches and you're rolling your eyes in the locker room. Now you're coasting and got fired. We out here sitting like, what's going on? Oh, oh we... Lord. Oh, it got real now, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we ain't finna act like, we ain't finna say act like, oh, the Falcons are the only people losing four quarter leads. No, because they yeah. lost two of them as well, back-to-back games. Like, one of them was a 19-point lead in the fourth quarter that they lost. And, I mean, like, they had their stars. Like, what, two points in the fourth quarter? Or, I don't know, go scoreless in the fourth quarter? Or, wait, did he play today? Like, yeah. I'm talking about you look at stats and be like, dang, somebody got hurt. But no. you know what? The Clippers have taken up enough of our time. Anyway, so what we're not going to do is we're not going to degrade – this path to the finals for the Lakers. 
I do want to give a round of applause to the Miami Heat because one thing D, DT and I have, we've sitting here and we've agreed on, they weren't the best team in the East. They were not. Right. You could give that trophy to Toronto. You can give it to Boston. I personally thought Boston was the best team in the East. You could even say Milwaukee because they were the number one seed. But that's only if you don't know enough about basketball to know that Milwaukee ain't had no point guard. At all. Um, and somebody need to get Giannis a true number two. Maybe even a number one to make him a number two. Who knows? Or um, he might end up just be leaving anyway. So I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to be Dame Lillard with this thing. But everybody, including Allen Iverson, even said, I want to see him go to state. I ain't going to say it's going to happen, but, you know, there's speculation. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Miami. Shout out to uh, Eric Spolstra. Shout out to uh, Jimmy Butler for rallying the troops. Pat Riley for... Uh, man, just being the, the just being roused. Period. Um, Bam Adebayo, who is turning to this year's Pascal Siakam, um, he's phenomenal on both sides of the ball, and he's only six nine, but yet he plays so much bigger. Um, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. These are names we didn't expect to be saying in the NBA Finals, but it's happening, and I'm not gonna say that. As to uh, try to make the point for them. Here's the thing. The Miami Heat have some of the most serious lethal, seriously lethal shooters. Duncan Robinson has doing he's doing things that normally you're taught in San Antonio under Popovich. The way his catch and release is, how he doesn't even have to really bend his knees. He's already ready to shoot as soon as the ball touches his fingertips. That's something that you're taught. That's a Danny Green moment. That's a Bruce Bowen moment. You know what I'm saying? This boy is out here getting his buckets. And not only that, but he don't necessarily have to spot up. He's creating his own shot, too. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of floored by that. Like, oh, I'm like, okay. I'm going to tell you, like, the best thing about the Heat and uh, those of you who have probably been to a casino or whatever, y'all understand the the term playing with house money. If you were to go to a casino and somebody outside of casino said, "Hey, I'm gonna give you a hundred thousand dollars to go gamble with. Whatever you whatever you win off of it is all yours." Your gambling strategy inside inside this casino has it's completely definitely just changed. Like as if it was immediately you like, oh okay, so. I had a hundred thousand dollars to start with that ain't even in money. my money, right? Okay, that's that's the heat right now. Like, bro, they playing with house money, so it's cool. We lose, we cannot, we can go out here and play ball. Everybody they have, everybody they have played against, has been the ones that was supposed to win, except for their first round when they played Indiana. Remember, their second round they played Milwaukee. Milwaukee is supposed to win. Remember the conversation me and you had game yep. one. Of that of that series, and we were both like, "Bro, this could this could go sideways real yep. quick." Like, yep. I don't think I think people are expecting this to be, you know, oh six game nah, series. Like, nah, Milwaukee the might pull it out seven games. Milwaukee might pull it out, and me and you both was like, "Bro, this could easily be five games, and Miami be done with them." This, and what happened? I said Miami is six, but I mean, like, we weren't wrong about Miami. Period, though. Um, so then they turn around and play Boston, and 
that just like I said. I didn't expect that because I thought between the two of them, Boston has not only the better shooter, they're more polished. The they're more athletic. They can switch everything defensively. I was like, there's nothing you can't do. They have some been there, done that type guys. Until Eric Spoelstra does this, he introduces that zone. And that threw the Kimball Walkers, Jason Tatums. I ain't gonna lie, at one point I forgot Kimball was even playing. Man, Kimball did not look worth the money. I'm just gonna be real about that. Uh, but look here, we got less than five minutes to go. So, what are your expectations of this of this series? Quickly. Sadly, I honestly see the Lakers winning in five games. At this point, because of I'm gonna be real with y'all. I don't see LeBron losing this finals at all. Like, this is this is his. If you go back to um, the first game they played in Staples Centers after Kobe passed away, and he grabbed the mic and he said, "You know, they wanted me to say such and such," and he threw a little card. I was like, "But I'd be cheating y'all if I did that." So I'm gonna speak from the heart. From that moment on, I felt like LeBron was on a mission. I'm getting to the finals. I'm gonna win. This is dedicated to Kobe. There's nothing. Honestly, it ain't too much Miami can do. The The series itself will be interesting to me because when everything first happened in terms of LeBron coming to the Lakers, I personally said I wanted Jimmy Butler. I didn't want LeBron. That's, that, was, that was my stance. I that, wanted Jimmy. That, I didn't want LeBron. Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and be honored with that. Uh, I, I didn't want LeBron either. But, I mean... He's here. What yeah. you gonna do about and it? He's he's made a good go of it. You got like I said, you turn around the next year after your first season, you get AD there. But yeah, I see the Lakers winning in five. Who's your X factor? Um, for the Lakers, it's actually a combination of a few people. It's Caldwell Pope. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Rondo, and it's Danny Green. Mm-hmm. For Miami, it's Tyler Hero, because if he scores and plays like he did against Boston. They that might be this might be a hard five games or it might end up going sideways. I'm gonna say uh, my expectations. I do expect Spoelstra to put that zone out there, but I know the best zone beater is to have great not only ball handler but a facilitator. Uh, the Lakers have two in LeBron and Rondo. Um, I do see AD. Dwight, JaVale are going to be a problem for Bam. But Bam, I think, can still cause problems on defense um, because he's in your face. He's gritty. He's the type of player that actually could fit on that Clipper squad. Um, So, but I I still see Lakers in five as well. Um, My X factors for Miami, I'm actually going to go with Duncan Robinson because the the weakness of the Lakers has always been guarding that perimeter, that that three-point line. And that's, of course, his strength. So if he gets hot and we're struggling to – because, I mean, when you if you're talking about trading twos for threes, you can't keep up. Mathematically, it's impossible. Right. Um, and that's where we, we struggle at is trying to shoot the three ball. Now, if we own, we own. But we streak you like Jr. The whole team is like JL. We are streaky. Hit the first two, he can score 60. Miss the first two, he might be 0 for 30 tonight. For the Lakers, my X Factor is definitely Dwight Howard. Um, 
glass, that toughness. Um, he can't get petty and pick up stupid fouls and get in foul trouble. Um, but I definitely just see Dwight Howard playing a big role here, and it's going to be crazy if he wins his first title in Orlando, not as a Magic. Um, finals MVP. LeBron. AD. Um, with that being said, man. The NBA will not allow anybody else besides LeBron. But all I care about is the fact that we win it and we doing it for Mamba. That's how it's going down. Lakers in five. Bean, we miss you, man. DT, any last words? 30 seconds. Yeah, man. Uh, when it comes to that zone, I'm going to tell you all right now. Uh, Coach I, shirt. They run a shirt, baby. High-low offense all day. You don't knock that right out. <laughs> all right. Coach I, man, look. Uh, game Elite, man, look. Wanna wish out the best of luck. 360, baby. 2024. And uh again to our brothers who are absent, we wanna say, man, we're thinking of you, man. Can't wait for y'all to get back. To those of you who support us, make sure you continue to do so. UGSK on Spotify, on Anchor. We out, bro. In the words of Pimp C, Trill recognize Trill. And I hope the Trill are recognizing the fact that there's a world where sports and culture have collided. And therefore, the underground sports kings exist because of such. And with that being said, we want to welcome you to tune in to listen to the underground sports kings every Saturday here on Anchor, hosted by Dwayne Sutton, a.k.a. Woe, Rose Mo, Tails, and the one and only DT. You don't want to miss out on a show that's going to collide sports and culture just the way it deserves to be brought to you. Tune in to the Underground Sports King Show and make sure you're keeping it true. Yeah.